When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Welcome to Car Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Car Stuff. I am one of your hosts, Kurt Guerin, and I am here with... Oh, Ben Bolin. That's me. Hey, Kurt. Hey, Ben. How are you doing today? Uh, I am always doing well when we get to hop on the air together. Uh, but I gotta, I gotta say, man, I've been a little distracted recently. You probably noticed uh, around the office. Mm-hmm. And I'm, a little I'm, aloof. A little aloof, a little absent-minded mm-hmm. because uh, something happened recently that just, it haunts me, man. I, I can't get this image out of my mind. Would you be talking about Tesla's announcement of the Cybertruck by any chance? How did you know? Is it because I've changed my screen saver to a Cybertruck? Have you really? Is it because... <laughs> <laughs> is it because I am considering getting a Cybertruck tattoo? That part's not true. It is true, however, that you and I, like a lot of people, were, to say the least, surprised by the recent revelation of the Tesla Cybertruck. The unveiling occurred on the 21st of November, 2019, just a few days back, at the Tesla Design Studio, which is next to SpaceX. And during this presentation, I don't know, how would you describe it? 80s-inspired, dark, post-apocalyptic. It's got a Blade Runner vibe, right? For sure. It made me revisit the highly underrated 80s car movie, The Wraith. Oh. I don't know if you're familiar with Deep this Deep cut, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the, uh, The Wraith is uh, from 1986, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not so much the design of the car. The design of the car is very... Blade Runner. That's the comparison that yeah. most people are putting out there. It's just the the feel of the whole thing is that 80s futuristic vibe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The future as it was thought of in the 80s. Before we get into the details of the Cybertruck, let's make this very, very clear. It is a divisive announcement when it occurs. Tesla's stock sinks like 6% immediately Mm -hmm. after the announcement. Some people called it ugly as sin. Some people thought it was very cool in a sci-fi retro way. Mm -hmm. And probably the most off-script thing that happened during the presentation was when Elon Musk asked someone to demonstrate the amazing properties of the Tesla armor glass that was in the vehicle. Remember that? Mm, I do. I think we actually have a clip of it here we can play for you. Oh my 
Good. Well, maybe that was a little too hard. <laughs> it didn't go through. So that's a plus side. Yikes. Yikes, indeed. Yeah, so that was Franz von Holzhausen, who is the lead designer for Tesla. What we're hearing there is a test of the bulletproof glass, so-called bulletproof glass. And as you heard Elon Musk himself say, the glass, it didn't go through the glass, this object that we're throwing at the windows. It did crack them. So people react to this. The guy throws this steel ball, and you can make a couple of different points about the shape of the object thrown and how that can affect the glass itself. But to me, it didn't seem like the hugest deal, but a lot of people, a lot of people instantly started ridiculing the project for this, which I thought was a little unfair. Yeah, well, but the glass wasn't supposed to break. And they did a test before the show and the glass did not break. The official reasoning behind the glass breaking was that when they hit the door panel with a mallet, which is something sledgehammer, that, yeah. with a sledgehammer, which is something that they did before they threw the ball bearing at the window. The hit from the mallet broke the glass underneath, mm-hmm. I guess, at the base of the glass. Yeah. So it kind of weakened it a little bit. Um, so that's the official excuse or the official reason. Ooh. However, <laughs> yeah. yeah. However, I mean, you have to remember, basically, this was a uh, production is down the road. I believe production is going to start in 2021. So mm-hmm. basically looking at a very early mock-up of the truck anyway. So, yeah, that's true. But the technology was supposed to be there. So the glass broke for some reason. And there are some conspiracy theories behind why it broke. Oh, man. Well, really, the only conspiracy theory is that it was a publicity stunt. Right. If you hear and see the reaction from Musk, you'd kind of know that it <laughs> Mr. Musk is not happy. Embarrassed. He, he rolled with it, but uh, he was, yeah, it, it was, I think it was clearly not scripted. A lot of times when people try to script corporate events like that, it's very obvious. It's better to be sincere in those events. And I think he was sincerely surprised, but despite getting criticized by people, despite having a brief moment of internet meme popularity when the clip of the broken window goes viral, or I would say the cracked window goes viral. It appears that some people are big fans of this truck. Just Mm -hmm. two days later, on the 23rd of November, Musk tweeted that Tesla had already received 146,000 pre-orders in the first day and a half after the unveiling. Each of those pre-orders requires a $100 refundable deposit so it's a promising sign but what about the truck itself we'll dive into the stats the options the trim after a word from our sponsor you're a growing business which means you need every spare hour you can find that's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in slack Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. 
The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we've returned. Now, Kurt, one thing that stood out to both of us, I think, was the entry price point. Right now, they say the Cybertruck is going to start at $39,900. So a fairly low price point for a groundbreaking vehicle. At least it's a landmark vehicle for Tesla. And it's a groundbreaking vehicle when you, when you talk about the pickup truck in general. It's just a drastic reimagining. No matter how you feel about the looks of it, mm-hmm. you have to give it props for being different. Which, if you're one of those people that think different is cool, this has got to be extremely cool. At that $39,900 price point, you get a single motor rear wheel drive version that has a range of 250 miles, a zero to 60 speed of 6.5 seconds and a top speed of 110 miles per hour. Not too shabby. And the payload is the same for, there's three different versions, by the way. I don't know if I said that. The payload for them all is 3,500 pounds. Mm Mm-hmm. The tow rating for the base model is 7,500 pounds. Okay. Well, let's let's say I got a little bit of scratch. I got mm-hmm. a little extra cheddar mm-hmm. in, in the bank. What, what could I get if I step up a little? Well, if you step up a little, you'll be looking at a dual-motor all-wheel drive version. I believe this is the one that most people are going for when you were speaking about the pre-orders. I think this yeah. is the one that most people have their eye on. It has a 300-plus mile range. I don't know how much further that plus is going to get you. Zero to 60 is 4.5 seconds and the top speed is 10 miles an hour more than the base model at 120. Again, the payload is the same and the tow rating is 10,000 pounds. Okay, so it can haul 2,500 more pounds, right? Mm -hmm. It's faster and it has a wider range. Okay, well, you know what, Kurt, let's say that I have been 
saving my pennies, you know. I've been working on the side, selling artisan scotch tape or whatever, and I've got even more money to spend. And I, and I say, uh, you know, the dual motor all-wheel drive is okay, but uh, what, what, what can you do for me, Elon, if I give you even more money? Well, if you really did well <laughs> and you had $70,000 to spend, you will get a tri-motor all-wheel drive mm. truck. So that's three motors. So you're looking at 500-mile range, 2.9 seconds, 0 to 60 with that instant torque. Uh, top speed is 130 miles per hour. Payload is the same throughout the range, and uh, it can tow 14,000 pounds. Oh, uh, yeah, it looks like I'm going for the tri-motor. And you're correct. Most people did choose the dual motor, all-wheel drive. 42% chose that one. 41% chose tri-motor, and only 17% of people in the pre-orders chose the base model, the single motor configuration. So numbers are still coming in for pre-orders. They've already broken 200,000 as of the past few days. And now I have to ask, I know that we have, like everybody has their own set of aesthetics. What some people think is beautiful, some people think is ugly. I personally really warmed to the Cybertruck uh, partially because of the, I, I'm interested in the material design of mm -hmm. it, you know, uh, the unibody construction, the fact that it's such a mix of marketing and engineering, because they have a unibody construction, like most cars, but they call it an exoskeleton. And it's weird because trucks typically have body-on-frame construction. This thing has pretty thick stainless steel body panels. The reason it doesn't have a lot of curves is because these body panels cannot be stamped like other automobile parts. They can only bend along straight lines. And that's why people have said, this looks like a car from a PlayStation 1 game or something, you mm -hmm. know, uh, which I, <laughs> I, I think is funny. It's unfair. Other people are completely all in on the idea of this truck, but people have been, people have been pretty critical. Uh, one thing I did just for fun, by the way, was I went to the Tesla website and started looking into the pre-order and design of the truck. So if I go for the tri-motor all-wheel drive, as you said, $69,900. Let's say I want to add the uh, self-driving software. That's an extra $7,000. And due today, we just need to give them a credit card and... <laughs> So they could get a hundred dollars mm -hmm. and then for the rest of it, I'll just tell Mr. Musk that the check is in the mail. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are just paying the $100 to get their name on the list so they can say they got their name on the list with no intention of buying the car when it comes out. Possibly. I mean, I wonder, okay, so they say that they say that deposit is refundable, mm -hmm. but maybe it's not refundable if you change your mind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, apparently Musk kind of puts these ideas out there and many of them come to fruition, but some of them don't. So we'll have to see when it comes out if these three versions stay the same, if it even looks the same, because I was intrigued about the tires. I, I'm just wondering what kind of tires this thing has on it, because uh -huh. so the tires have little elements of them that go with the wheel design. Yeah. So it's yeah. not just some regular tire you can buy. I mean, I'm sure you could put the standard tire on there. However, kind of ruins the look a little bit. Mm -hmm. So even the tires to me are kind of interesting. What will the final product look like? Another issue that I took with the design, which I like overall. Uh -huh. I liked it initially when I saw it and I still like it. 
but the bed of the truck is not accessible from the side. So if you're using this as a, you would normally use a pickup truck, you would normally throw things over the side. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you'll go around to the back, load it through the tailgate. However, a lot of times if you're loading lumber, furniture, you might want to lift it over on on the side of the of the bed. And this one, the way the angle comes down off the back glass, it doesn't seem like you would be able to get to the back of the bed of the truck from the side as easily. Yeah, this goes into a question that I wanted to bring to you and to you fellow listeners. Whenever somebody designs or makes a new car, new vehicle of any sort, one of the first questions they have to ask is, who is this vehicle for? And in the case of the Cybertruck, there have been critics who are saying, you know, this is not a truck for truck people. How do you feel about that? I don't, I mean, this, to me, that's a broad statement. Yeah. I don't really know who truck people are. Some people totally just have their beater work truck. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, And then other people might have a really nice F-150 that's their daily driver. Mm -hmm. Um, It's pristine. Right. The Mm -hmm. type who slow down at speed bumps, which is just so ridiculous. (laughs) But, you know, it's your car. Do what you will with it. The reason I bring up that criticism is because I feel like, okay, I see your point about practicality for that pickup bed. Mm -hmm. But maybe it's just so new and so different that we have to give it time for uh we have to give the car buying audience time to pick it up as well because if it turns out that it does the stuff he says it will do Mm -hmm. then people will buy it Mm -hmm. well the demo they did during the concept event that's what i'm calling it Uh (laughs) is uh, is, was loading it so they drove an atv that they've designed i don't know if they're going to be producing this atv but it's an electric atv they drove up onto the back of the yeah. Up into the bed of the truck. And it aesthetically matches. Yeah, it looks cool, and you can plug it in in the bed and charge it. And it has a nice ramp that extends from the tailgate to the ground. Um, so I think that's what they see the bed of the truck being used for, more like a roll-on, roll-off situation, rather than if by truck person you mean someone who wants to use their truck to haul things every day in. I'm not sure that this particular truck is made for those types of folks. Right, like it can go off-road, but does it look like an off-road truck? Does it feel like one when you drive it? You know what I mm -hmm. mean? That's something I've been thinking about as well. Let's pause for a moment for a word from our sponsor, and we'll be back with some more updates on the Tesla Cybertruck. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to 
bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. In a late development, at least as of recording of this show, Ford had challenged Tesla to a heads-up match. Tesla released a video of the Cybertruck pulling or out-pulling a Ford F-150. And pulling it uphill. So somebody from Ford sent out this message of, send us a Cybertruck so we can do a head-to-head test of our own and see which one will win. I initially thought when I saw that that it was crazy. I believe that the Tesla would probably, the electric truck would probably outperform the F-150 internal combustion engine. You thought it would? I thought it would, just because of the instant uh, application of torque. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, though, they did not use a high-end F-150 in this test. Right. Or in this uh, comparison. Neil deGrasse Tyson weighed in. Really? Yeah, he weighed in and said uh, that they needed to make the test fair because Mm -hmm. I think that's how the Ford thing happened, right? Because uh, people watched that video that you mentioned, and I saw it too, and a lot of people criticized this for being, they said, you know, you stacked the deck a little. Neil deGrasse Tyson said, electric vehicles are famously heavy over both axles. It's all about the weight borne by spinning tires. That's the source of traction, not the engine power. Mm. And then Musk agreed Mm -hmm. and responded to Neil deGrasse Tyson, he said, electric motors also have insane torque. If we load both trucks to the max, electric still wins. Physics is the law. Everything else is a recommendation. Neil deGrasse Tyson responds and says, we all love torque, but high torque just spins a tire in place if there's not enough weight to provide traction. Fully load the F-150, giving highest Mm. traction to its rear wheels, then try to drag that up the hill. I otherwise agree. Load both to the max and the highest torque wins. Which I thought was a fair point. It's a fair point, but then you would be modifying the F-150 to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it would be kind of, so, as is, we'll load load them both and then see which one wins. And mm-hmm. the, I believe the conclusion was the electric motor would still win out. So, there's a Ford executive named Sonny Madra who also saw this video and wrote to Elon Musk on Twitter and said, 
hey, uh, you know, let's have a fair F-150 versus Cybertruck tug of war. Mm-hmm. And Elon Musk just said, bring it on. Mm-hmm. He accepted the <sighs> challenge. Mm-hmm. I believe they're going to end up doing this even though Ford has backed out. That's right. They backed down. Uh, there was a Ford spokesperson who said, Sonny's tweet was tongue-in-cheek to point out the absurdity of Tesla's video. Nothing more. With America's best-selling truck for 42 years, we've always focused on serving our truck customers regardless of what others say or do. We look forward to our all-new F-150 hybrid coming next year and all-electric F-150 in a few years. So they're also working arduously toward an all-electric pickup truck, Mm -hmm. which still sounds kind of weird just to me personally, because I always associate the hauling power of trucks with internal combustion engines. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just an old man. Maybe I'm mm-hmm. getting old. There's going to be uh, several other electric trucks out mm-hmm. by 2021 when the Tesla comes out as well. So they will have competition, although Tesla's kind of made their mark as being one of the leaders in, in that category. When you think of electric vehicle, you don't think of a Ford or a Chevy. You, know, you don't think of the Volt right. or a Kia. Right. You think of Tesla because that's what they do. That yeah, is their it's like thing. the one thinks of a Nissan Leaf, right? Yeah, I mean, in Prius, they're nice. You might think they're all Prius, nice. Yeah, but um, Tesla started out as an electric car company, and they're all in. So that's to me that makes me want to root for them. You know, like that's they're innovative in that capacity. I mean, they develop partnerships with other companies along the way. I think Toyota has a, a partnership with them. But it's so, yeah, it's just so difficult. To start a car company, so Mm -hmm. many people have tried, so many people have failed. And in at least one case, in the case of Tucker, they were shut down by the existing automobile companies. I know that sounds conspiratorial, but I do believe that. But I see your point because we're talking about a company that doesn't, they don't do this on the side. They weren't mm-hmm. doing something else and then just decided, hey, let's try to make an electric car. This is what they wanted to do from day one. Mm-hmm. And it's something that they have done successfully over a couple of different iterations, and they haven't gone under yet. And the fact that other car companies are following suit lead me to believe that the other car companies feel as if this is where the market is heading. Yeah. Eventually, it might be later rather than sooner, but yeah. the technology is building in that direction. I have a question for you, my friend. Did you see the camping mode? Mm-mm. Oh, check this out. So this is another thing that makes me think, makes me wonder whether all of this is marketing or oh, yeah. all of this is, is an indication of how serious they are here. <laughs> so if you look up Cybertruck camping mode, what you'll see is a polygonal tent that's still very much in line with the design of the truck itself. And uh, this is part of their camping package. So if this thing really comes out, and I think this part is cool, you'll get a tent with a raised sleeping floor and a slide-out electric stove that runs off the battery pack, of course. But again, that's if this stuff works out. We should also mention, even though it doesn't feel like an off-road car, it's got the clearance. It's clearly designed to be off-road at times. Yeah. One of the things that I found interesting when looking at the car that they were showing off in the event was the fact that this, the vehicle had no windshield wipers, mm-hmm. no rear view mirrors on the side. It's these things that make vehicles street legal, basically. Headlights, turn signals, that sort of thing. Just like little little touches that 
get in the way of maybe the overall aesthetic of the vehicle, but are still necessary, at least right now. Because the maybe. headlight is just one long stripe. Yeah, it's a light bar. Yeah, and it, exactly. has, it has fog lights, but I'm not sure how they're going to incorporate turn signals into that. And the rear lights are, they'd probably suffice, but they're, they're also very small. The interior is a little sparse for my taste, and I'm kind of a minimalist too, mm-hmm. but I just feel like it's, uh, if, you, if you look at the available footage of the interior, what you see is a um, pretty cool looking steering wheel. It was a yoke. Yeah. Was it yeah, like a yeah. yoke style? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then a touchpad, and that's it. And the touchpad mm-hmm. is just sort of to the right of the yoke, and then there's what looks to be a marble countertop, and that's just the vehicle. And that looks a little sparse to me. Mm-hmm. I know it's different when you get all the info displayed on that touchscreen, but man, when that thing's off, it like it it just it's bare bones. Yeah, it's weird to me. Not much storage either. I like my glove boxes to cram full of whatever, <laughs> you know. I think there's a lot of things that they haven't taken into account yet with the design of the car. Safety would be one of those aspects that they I don't think they've fully incorporated yet. Mm-hmm. Tesla is known for having high safety standards, so I'm sure that in the final vehicle they will change the design a little bit to accommodate for safety, yeah. that sort of thing. The ultra-hard materials that it's made of mm-hmm. would make me want to believe that they're going to add some, <laughs> something in, in the form of a bumper, maybe, because the concept car doesn't have bumpers. And I think rear-view mirror or side-view mirrors are required on cars. Now. Sure. Maybe they're thinking that in the future... It'll just be a side future, camera. Yeah. In yeah. the future, they'll just have cameras around the car, and that'll suffice, but... um. I don't know, man. Maybe not by 2021. I still am a little distrustful of cameras just because I drive an mm-hmm. older vehicle. And like, I know backup cameras are cool and uh, I see how useful they are, mm-hmm. but I would still want to have a rear view mirror just in case something breaks. I found something interesting. People have been comparing the Cybertruck and the Ford F-150 And some people are saying that the Cybertruck comes out on top when you look at the stats. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, even the the rear-wheel drive single-engine configuration, the $39,000 one, it is apparently better than Ford's $28,500 or $496 F-150. And you can see how things stack up. So F-150 has a lower price point, but the Cybertruck has a higher maximum payload. Because the 2020 F-150 can carry 3,270 pounds, but the Cybertruck can carry 3,500. Mm-hmm. They can they can both seat six people, not comfortably, because we all remember, I'm, I'm sure everybody listening at some point has had to squeeze into an extended cab truck. Mm-hmm. It, it's the same way that tents will say like, hey, you can sleep three people in this tent or two people with equipment or one person in their equipment comfortably. But the Cybertruck, this is what, you inspired me to, to look into this, Kurt, because uh, the Cybertruck apparently has more exterior storage space than the F-150. Not a crazy amount more. It has 100 cubic feet of storage space. Outside That's the Cybertruck? The, yeah, outside of the cab. And the F-150 has 77.4 cubic feet. The length of the bed is 6.5 feet um, on the Cybertruck. So um, there's space. They must be making up for some of that space on the side. Oh, yeah. Creatively, I guess. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right, right. Because 6.5 feet is not a very long bed. There's also a uh, front storage area. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think they called it a frunk, front trunk. Or I just called it that. Sorry, I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds right to me. 
Thanks, man. I believe it. Thanks, man. <laughs> so here's where here's where we hit the here's where we hit the road on this, Kurt. Knowing what we know now, and assuming that price is no object, would you drive this truck? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. To me, this particular truck has the potential to steer the market in a different direction. Ah, uh, I see. It's it's different, and that's I believe that's good right now for the car industry. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that I like about the car industry of fifties. 60s where there was innovation but there were also these design and aesthetic aspects that were taken into account when designing cars now the industry seems like it's in a little bit of a rut maybe balancing costs things like that where the designs of the vehicles are kind of they're a little cookie cutter a little boring one thing you can say about the cyber truck is that it isn't boring as far as its design it's a pretty bold design love mm-hmm. it or hate it it's um it's definitely different and so that's kind of where I stand on it. Yeah. As far as driving a truck, I'm not sure that I'm one of those truck people right now, but maybe by 2021 I will be. Maybe. I'm just going to go ahead and say that if I were in that position, wishes were horsepower and so on, I would definitely get it because I want to do Blade Runner. <laughs> you know, I want to do like a Blade Runner thing and mm-hmm. change my whole vibe. I'll just always dress like a sci fi film. Uh, from that era, you yeah. know what I mean, like fighting mutants and uh, replicants and stuff. It's like real tight leather clothes. Oh, I don't know about that. Clothes. I don't know about like, that, man. I'm probably I'm going to see if Tesla can also make me an exoskeleton of my own. Mm-hmm. They can you know create I mean? one for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe I'll start Blade Runner and end Iron Man with my Cyber Truck. Just the way, just the way the the language that they used during this event yes. bothered me a little bit. Though. Really? Yeah. I get that these people are creators. Sure. They are innovators. Uh Uh-huh. But just to talk about the way they were talking about this, we created an exoskeleton. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now remember, this is the same guy who uh, sold flamethrowers. I haven't heard about this. So he has something called the Boring Company, Elon Musk. And they sell a product called the Boring Company, not a flamethrower. But they sold 20... Oh, you can't buy one now. They sold 20,000 flamethrowers. Fire extinguishers were sold separately. You have to review the terms and conditions and so on. But yeah, the Boring Company has a lot of has a lot of cool stuff going on. It's also where he talks a little bit about uh, the Hyperloop concept, I believe. Mm-hmm. That's a train? Yeah. Is well, that- yeah, it's like a sealed... Transportation, yeah. Like a ma- um, high-speed rail. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Oh, which we should talk about in a future episode. Definitely. Well, all right, Ben. Let's throw the question out there to the audience. Could you see yourself in a Cybertruck in 2021? Let us know. You can find us online at HSW on Twitter and Facebook. We also have a website where you can access all of the previous episodes that we have done over the years. You can find that at www.carstuffshow.com. And we'll see you next time. Car Stuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, Visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wounded! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? 
Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Su. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.